any type of internship opportunity that doesn't require like specialized like oh you have to know quantitative finance or quantitative analysis like as a freshman or sophomore no one's expecting you to know that so um, just apply to any and all types of internships Um, don't worry about your experience because some of them don't really require that much experience hey friends this is austin and welcome to another episode of gritty and curious Gritty and Curious is a podcast that showcases gritty and curious ideas, people, and communities. In this episode, I talk with Elaine Koo about advice for underclassmen, networking, and internships. The reason I wanted to bring Elaine on is to showcase a freshman at Rutgers who is absolutely killing it. Elaine has been offered two internships, and she is an overall exemplary freshman. Like Seriously, I wish I was as disciplined and as driven as her my freshman year, because that would have been great. Elenku is an honors college student at Rutgers Business School, double majoring in finance and business analytics and information technology. And overall, I'm super excited to share this conversation with you all. But before we get into it, please subscribe, follow, rate, and review if you liked this episode or any prior episode. This way, I know you are listening and it inspires me to keep creating. In the first segment of this podcast, Elena and I talk about what she is involved in on campus. She answers the questions, you know, what should I get involved in on campus? How do I know what to stick with? What are case competitions? Why should I do case competitions? And then we close it out with some general advice for incoming freshmen. But I think it overall can be applicable to all underclassmen in general. And I think this is a very important segment because this is something that I wish I had been exposed to when I was coming into Rutgers just to have some general knowledge about how to navigate clubs and to get involved with case competitions and overall just to set myself up for the best way to gain experience to make myself marketable when I was applying for jobs and internships. What kind of clubs are you involved in on campus or which ones have you tried? Um, so... From the start of freshman year, I've tried to be involved in, like, Little Investment Bankers of Rutgers, which is basically the biggest finance club um, on Rutgers. And I've also been involved in the Rutgers Consulting Group, which is a consulting club that's aimed to, like, help its members gain exposure to consulting and listen to its panels and guest speakers. And um, they also have this, like, program called um, the Consulting Analyst Program, where you actually get to work with a company to work on like a consulting case and that's like a really cool experience too so I've been trying to get involved in like all those things and yeah it's helped it actually has helped me figure out um, a little bit more about like different career paths and um, what direction I want to go in. So are you a part of the consulting analyst program? Not yet I got deferred so this semester I'm actually in their like accelerated program So we're doing like case competitions. We're doing, you know, like, I guess, webinars. I don't know what they're called, but um, like the the head of the CAP program is running these for us. So next semester, hopefully we'll be able to like ease into it smoother. So what kind of case competitions have you done maybe outside of the, the consulting analyst program? Have you done any of those? Yeah, so I did the at the very beginning of freshman year, I did like a KPMG um, case competition, the ideation challenge. 
um, where you essentially like answer like this broad question of like how can we use AI to um, solve some kind of issue with like retail or a business or you know improve um, the interface of like a web a website or something. So the second one I did was the city solve city X Rutgers Solvathon which was like this all day event where it was like a half networking, half case competition event where um, like half of it was a lot of like listening to the um, like city presenter speak or um, being able to actually talk to them one-on-one during a set period of time. But then the other half of it was working on um, a supply chain case competition and then eventually presenting it at the end of the day. So you mentioned that you've done a few case competitions. What would you say to someone that has never done a case competition? Um, I'd say just go in with an open mind and also don't be scared of it because <laughs> my first case competition with KPMG, I'd never done one before, but I found it was like kind of just a fun experience. Even if you don't expect to win it or you don't expect to, um, or, or you're like scrambling for a solution and you feel like you don't know enough to bring into the case competition, it's a really great way to practice presenting um in front of you know like kpmg what alumni so or like actual professionals it's a really good experience to practice um presenting practice doing sort of like a business case in front of professionals um and also make sure that um you we form a solid presentation in the first place where um you know what details to put in you know how to structure um a solid presentation you know how to speak so I think it's really important to just do it, even if you don't feel really ready or prepared. What advice would you give to incoming freshmen who don't know about certain clubs on campus or don't know what case competitions are, aren't sure about what their interests are? I guess for me, I was kind of in the same boat. Like I was like, oh, I've never done a case competition before. How can I actually participate and do well or you know, I don't know anything about like front office positions in finance. Like, how am I supposed to, you know, even figure that out? But I think the key to that is literally just to attend, like throw yourself into a club, um, start meeting people. Like, even though it's hard and people say like, oh, maybe it's a little too early. I think freshman year is a good time to start networking and just talking to upperclassmen, like in a very casual manner to get used to, you know, reaching out to people and learning um in that way so i'd say like with case competitions and you know joining clubs i think that's nothing to be afraid of because that's actually the method you would use to learn more and uh get out there more um so yeah i would say just don't even like hesitate to do it even if it's like scary or you're not sure about like oh i don't even want to go into finance why would i join like the the investment bankers club you know like i'd say just try it out um and see what you learn and see if you like it or don't like it and then go from there. But always try. So you come in as a freshman and it's overwhelming. There's so much stuff to get involved in and the only way to find out the stuff that you like is to try. So get out there, try different clubs, get involved in a case competition, go to an information session and just put yourself out there, absorb as much information as you can find the stuff that you're interested in and get involved. So this kind of concludes the first segment about general advice for underclassmen 
And now we transition into the concept of networking. And networking is a skill, and communication too, is a skill that freshmen, underclassmen, and any college student overlooks. It's so important. And Elaine used it as a way to familiarize herself with certain clubs on campus and meet certain people to get advice about how to navigate the the college world. So that's the next thing that we talk about. So it seems like networking has played a pretty big role in learning about what clubs to get involved in, mm-hmm. kind of trying to find your interests, trying to find an internship. Right. Elaborate so, a little bit more on networking. So for me, <laughs> my network, like, you know, like sophomore or junior year, people always tell you to network to get like an internship or, you know, figure out more about a company before you might apply or something like that. But for me, like as a freshman, my version of networking was very much just reaching out to upperclassmen and asking them, like, tell me about your experience. Like, what was your trajectory through college? Why did you choose like this career path over that one when you were doing all these internships for finance, but now you're your senior year you're going into consulting like what caused that shift in your you know your path in your career so um networking has just helped me figure out I guess more in depth about how I can have more flexibility with my own undergrad career and also um like what exactly I keep mentioning this but like why exactly I would want to prefer one career over the other based on like someone's actual experiences and I found that like it's really challenging at first to you know put yourself out there like if you're like hey can you hop on a call with me to talk about this like there's always like a lot of awkwardness to it at the in the beginning but um literally by like maybe like after you do them several times with more people you find that people actually are really willing to help and it's a great way to both like help your interpersonal skills especially like I'm an introvert but it really helped me like realize that like it's okay to reach out and people are extremely willing to help and so like it expanded my interpersonal skills but also like really helped me find out that like okay actually like I had this broad idea that I wanted to be a finance major but now I know more specifically what career I would be interested within finance or oh I joined like the the Rutgers consulting group and I talked to a few people who are in consulting and I really think that would be a really like kind of interesting and suitable career for my own like you know skills and preferences. So yeah, it's 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 really helped me build both my interpersonal skills and also figure out my career. So how did you find upperclassmen to contact? Um, so initially, my well, my brother's a senior, so I actually just reached out to some of his friends who I knew were in business because I felt like that was the easiest way for me. But I know like a lot of people don't have that ability to even know people before they even come to college. So um, I started with them because it was a lot less intimidating um, because also they were like a lot more open to helping me because they already kind of knew who I was. Um, But I'd say even if you don't know anyone, um, I would just like a LinkedIn tip is just like go on LinkedIn and then search like, you know, uh, records and then search, um, like, oh, this bank or this consulting firm. And then you'll often find that like a lot of upperclassmen or alumni pop up and then you can just like connect with them, um, send a quick message like, hey, do you want to like, I'm interested in, you know, 
finding more about learning more about consulting, can I maybe hop on a call and um, talk to you about that? Uh, sometimes they don't respond and sometimes they do. And then sometimes they're a lot more open towards talking to you than others. But again, that's just like over time, you, it, it's more about like getting used to speaking to anyone and everyone. And um, so yeah, LinkedIn is a big tool for helping me connect with people. Also, like if you go to, again, LIBOR or the Rutgers Consulting Group, a lot of the upperclassmen are there to help underclassmen figure out what they want. So like you can even just set up like a, quick conversation with them over the phone or like be like, hey, do you want to like go to Starbucks and over like coffee and just, you know, talk about like what you did during your undergrad and um, what you like about consulting. So I'd say clubs and then also LinkedIn can help you gain access to upperclassmen if you don't know anyone. And also like at the end of a conversation, you can also be like, hey, like, do you know any other people I can speak with about, um, consulting or front office positions or, you know, things like that. And then they might be able to refer you to more people. So that's a great way to continue expanding your network. So what are a few LinkedIn tips that you can give to someone who maybe doesn't have a profile and doesn't know kind of what you're able to do on the platform? Um, Yeah, so I, I feel like I'm not an expert, but I do think that What's helped me is just set up like your profile and then um, like also definitely have like a profile picture, even if it's like kind of bad. Mine isn't that good, but uh, I, I don't have a better one. But Yours is fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. But um, yeah, so, you know, set up a pretty fleshed out LinkedIn profile, like do put experiences and volunteer experiences, like take the time to do that. It might feel tedious, but, you know, you need something to actually show when you're connecting with random people right and um and then after that after your profile is kind of like 95 percent complete because maybe you don't have like awards or honors or things like that like it's fine like as long as there's enough substance to it I'd say just do the thing I said about like type in Rutgers type in like a bank or firm you're interested in um try to connect with people and always when you're connecting with people send like a message beforehand um, because you have a better chance of being accepted um, into that person's network. Um, I guess also keep it brief and like, you know, again, like if someone like doesn't respond to you, it's fine because they're probably busy or, you know, some people just don't want to take like a mentor position, I guess. Like, you know, like it's it's not everyone's, I guess, vibe or goal. <laughs> so um always be open-minded in terms of like who responds and who doesn't um, and just keep reaching out. Uh, and yeah, like use it as a platform to find people and to continue expanding your network because if you just search people up and connect and send them a quick message and you're able to get on a phone call or go get coffee or something, um, that's, that's like one of the biggest perks of LinkedIn, I think. So if you're not on LinkedIn, I highly advise you to get on there because it's a great way to introduce yourself to upperclassmen, to understand what they were involved in on campus and learn a little bit more about how you can make the most of your experience in college. And also it's a great tool to learn about employers and specific jobs and introduce yourself and put yourself in the best position to get internships. And that is the next thing that we're going to be talking about because Elaine not only got 
one internship. She got two internships as a freshman. So she knows a thing or two about navigating the internship space as an underclassman. And I understand that can be very difficult. You know, there's not many internship opportunities that are marketed towards freshmen and sophomores. But Elaine is going to talk to you about your her experience navigating the space and give you a little bit of advice on what you can do to find opportunities. I just applied to a lot of internships over like Indeed or Glassdoor or, you know, from people like websites and stuff. Um, I like that's the path I took just like mass applying and happening like out of like so many to get one or two. But I know a lot of people what they did was they would search people on LinkedIn, like upper class and like seniors or juniors, and they'd look at their profiles. Um, they'd look at like what they did over their freshman summer. Um, so like, you know, between the months, months of like May and August, um, and then like connect with that person, ask them about it or connect with that person and just be like, Hey, like I saw that your freshman year, you interned at this firm. Um, can you tell me more about that? And if they have available opportunities now, and then maybe you'll get a referral, right. To, you know, intern at that place. So yeah, that's like another way people do it. Like they just look at other people's experiences and then research and then, um, end up interning at the same ones that a lot of other people entered at their freshman year. So you kind of touched on this a little bit, but what steps did you take to find internships that were targeting freshmen? Because I know this is something that you struggle with or you struggled with and Mm -hmm. other freshmen and sophomores struggle with is finding the opportunities that are available for underclassmen. So how do you, what steps did you take to find these internships? Um, for me, like I said, there's, you know, you can go on people's LinkedIn's and look at their freshman, sophomore year internships and then try to apply to those because you know they take freshmen, obviously, right, or sophomores. Um, and then another tactic is, like, mass apply. Like, I know a lot of them have, like, um, must be a class of 2021 or, you know, um, 2020 to apply to this internship. You must be a rising junior or senior to apply to this internship. So those I would like, I tended to avoid just because like they had a clear layout in their qualifications. Like you can't apply if you're below the certain like demographic, but a lot of others, if they don't have specific qualification, like specific like years or grade year or graduation year specified in their, um, job description, or they say like, class of 2022 but your class of 2023 like I'd still say apply you know so I guess just keep an open mind apply to as many as you can except if they like directly specify like you're not allowed to sort of um so I applied to a lot that were just not specific with their description maybe they were looking for a junior or senior but they weren't specific so I just applied or um like I was okay with applying for one that like a sophomore could have applied to but I was a freshman I think you know there's very little discrepancy in, you know, our, like, experience, so I applied to those, too, um, and use a lot of platforms, like, Indeed, or, um, Glassdoor, things like that, to find internships, like, subscribe to all those internship, or, like, job search internship websites, because you'll get emails, like, all the time, and I tend to ignore them a lot of the time, but, like, sometimes, like, something will come up, and then I'll, like, apply to that immediately, And actually what helped me get my two internship offers was like 
I applied the second the email was sent sort of thing. Like I, I, the notification popped up in my inbox and then I clicked it and then it saw it like it said that the posting was like, oh, like 30 minutes ago or like a few hours ago or something like that. And I like immediately wrote my cover letter for it, um, changed my, you know, everything. And then I like applied to it. And then like two days later or one day later, like I got like a response like, oh, we'd love to like hop on the like for a phone interview or something like that. Um, so like definitely like make sure also that when you're applying, you apply to very recent ones. You're always staying on top of them. And like if you get a notification for an internship, apply when it's like very fresh because then you're more likely to get a response. It's tough. There's not that many opportunities out there for freshmen and sophomores but the best thing to do is that when those opportunities pop up be the first one to act on them and don't don't be hesitant to submit your application you know you just have to start putting yourself out there and it's tough I felt the same way when I first started applying for internships and networking you feel like you're bothering somebody you feel like you're not prepared you are prepared and be confident in yourself and that's the next thing that we are going to talk about. So what would you say to people that are hesitant to apply for internships as freshmen and sophomores that don't think they have the experience to be applying for such positions? Yeah, so I kind of felt the same way. You know, like I was like, okay, what do I really have to offer? There's nothing I can offer. Like I literally don't know much about, like I've never worked in a professional environment before. Um I don't know that many concepts in terms of like consulting or finance, right? Like, but I say like, there's no harm in rejection, especially as a freshman or sophomore. Like, um, there's really no issue with, you know, applying. They don't even know your name, right? Like you're applying to an internship. The person doesn't even know your face or you. Um, you don't even know them. So if you get rejected, it's like there's no personal aspect to it, right? So just go in with like a thick skin and just be like, okay, I'm just going to, no matter what happens, even if I get rejected from like 49 of the 50 I apply to, if I get one, that's like good. Like like the, the ratio of like actually getting an internship versus not is like, like I, I must have applied to maybe upwards of 50 and then I got like two. So um there's not to be harsh, but there's no point in being afraid of applying because, you know, like a rejection is really not a huge deal, um, especially if you know you have to expect that. Um, and like you just have to like like cast out a wide net and hope for the best and get one. So um, and in terms of like experience, like, oh, I don't think I'm experienced enough to have this internship um, again. Like if you're applying for certain like certain positions are not that, you know, specialized, I guess, like for freshmen, like it doesn't really matter what internship you get so long as you have one. So that's kind of what I had my mentality as like, okay, I can like go into a marketing or like technical writer or any type of internship opportunity that doesn't require like specialized, like, oh, you have to know quantitative finance or quantitative analysis. Like as a freshman or sophomore, no one's expecting you to know that. So um, just apply to any and all types of internships. Um, don't worry about your experience because some of them don't really require that much experience and um, just hopefully that's Today we covered three things. 
Number one, we talked about general advice for freshmen and underclassmen. Number two, we talked about networking. And then number three, we talked about internships and getting an internship as a freshman and sophomore. If you have any questions about anything that we discussed today, you can contact Elaine on LinkedIn at Elaine M. Koo, and you can also contact me as well as I'd be happy to answer any questions that you have about college or getting an internship or job. You've been listening to the Gritty and Curious podcast, a podcast about gritty and curious ideas, people, and communities. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, leave a rating, and write a quick review. By doing these things, you let me know you're listening, and it inspires me to keep creating stuff just like this. You can get every episode of Gritty and Curious wherever you listen to your podcast and on my website, samaustin.blog. Until next time, thank you so much for listening.